Growing your business is tough, but don't worry, we've got you covered. We interview industry experts on how they've solved their most challenging business problems in SaaS or e-commerce. No fluff, just step-by-step playbooks to help you dominate your market and crush the competition. This is the How We Solve podcast. Here's your host. Hey, everybody. I'm here with Anna Szymanowska, the founder of Fighter Shots, a ginger-based health drink that boosts your immunity and improves well-being. Anna, how are you doing? I'm very good today. Thank you very much. Thank you. By the way, do you prefer Anya, Anna? I should have asked. Anna. I think it's less confusing for people. Yeah, Anna. Okay, we will stick with Anna then. So really interesting product here. I'm excited to learn more about it. My wife is very much into like natural ingredients, health foods, things like that. And she's a foodie too. So I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. But I have to start with your bio. It says you have a background in industrial engineering and renewable energy. I'm kind of wondering how you ended up doing fighter shots here. Yeah, the background does help, I think, a lot. My very first one in industrial engineering is all about manufacturing processes, you know, how to figure out a product that is like made in the best way, best quality, you know, at best cost and obviously in time. And this is actually what I have been dealing a lot, you know, leading this uh, fighter shots business. Obviously, many people would say that sales is the most difficult. Obviously, it's not easy, you know, to to sell a product in a very crowded market, having like, you know, limited budget for marketing. But on the other hand, I also do believe that you have to have the best quality product first, you know, that you want to sell to someone. Nailing this is not that easy. So even though like I'm trading for over one year, there are literally so many problems, you know, at each manufacturing batch because there are so many suppliers I'm dealing with. And each time, although I'm buying many ingredients that are kind of standard, it does happen that, you know, there is small, you know, like just differences, especially recently I have some problems with packaging. So it turns out that not every cup is the same. We have like some manufacturing issues because of this. So having this background in industrial engineering, I think makes me more resilient resilient I would say if it comes to these topics I do know that like it's a whole different story you know manufacturing than anything else I'm doing so um, definitely something you know it's, it's very important to have I think such a background. Okay that was convincing that was a, a convincing case as to you know why industrial engineering relates to you know food manufacturing so I believe you on that so tell me more than about the specific story so to speak of actually getting started with fighter shots where does that come from? It's really a mix of different things. So basically, I I did think, you know, that having a manufacturing business would allow me to put in, in practice, you know, the skills I have learned over five years when studying this degree. Second is obviously the love, you know, for natural products that actually do good to you. And I liked myself, you know, ginger shots. So I thought like this is something, you know, I would myself buy and pay money for. So having, you know, this, this confidence that it's a good product and you like it yourself makes it easier, I think, as well to, to make it like a business out of it. A third thing is definitely the kind of idea of sales channels, what I would be selling. So obviously you need to have the product, but you also need to have kind of an idea how to sell it and where to sell it. And I realized that there is a whole kind of, I would say, area or kind of category of customers, which would be offices. And I thought I'd like to sell, you know, the product to them. I thought, you know, it's a great product because the shots are in small bottles. So they are great on the go. They are aimed at people that, you know, don't have much time yet value quality products. 
And, you know, they use it to boost their immunity, to have a, a product that like wakes them up, that replaces coffee, gives them energy, keeps them going. So I thought, you know, this is the kind of customer I'm going to talk to. Being based in London as well has helped a lot because this is like the city, you know, where there is lots of companies that do invest in customers. So I thought, yeah, it's a great, you know, place here to start such a business. And so all these things together kind of made me decide this is what I want to do. Very cool. I love that. There's a product uh, in the US, I don't know if you have it in Britain, it's called Five Hour Energy. And it's filled with junk. And so it's not like yours. But I think that the intent, which is this, you know, a sort of a small shot or boost of, of energy is similar. So it kind of makes me think of, of that. I'm really curious, how does one come up with like the ingredients for a product? I mean, you don't need to actually spell it out, you know, the exact quantities and proportions. I don't want to give a very secret, but you know, it's like, okay, we know ginger is, you know, good for you and stuff like that. But like, where do you really come up with the ingredients, the proportions? How do you kind of do that? So basically all of the ingredients that I have in my main product, uh, Ginger Shot, have some benefits and they all kind of, you know, are meant to play a role. Ginger is the base, which has the strength, the zing, as people say. Honey. Honey is a very interesting one because not many people know what are the actually properties of honey. Honey is antibacterial. So when you get like any inflammations or like when you get uh, some bacterial infections, honey is, is, you know, great cure for that. So it definitely is a ingredient, you know, that plays a very important role to kind of help you with these antibacterial, these bacterial, you know, infections. And then lemon is obviously great, you know, source of vitamin C and vitamin C is as well, you know, important when you want to fight colds and flus. So all the three ingredients I thought, you know, would be great to support people. Interesting. Was there a lot of testing during that process to kind of come up with like, oh no, that's too much ginger or not enough lemon, or you swapped out ingredients and was something that you, like you were doing at home first, like in your own kind of kitchen, and then it, it became more mass produced. I mean, how did that kind of go about? I guess every food man or kind of, you know, small business would tell you that they did start, you know, in the kitchen, literally. Uh, in my case, that was a product I was just preparing myself. And, you know, I was just feeling the ginger, you know, squeezing lemons. And I realized this actually is so much work, you know. I even had like, you know, a professional cold press machine. But even with that, you know, it's just like every day, it just takes so much time. So I was thinking, I guess other people would appreciate, you know, if I was doing this for them. So research, you know, manufacturing companies that would do this at scale. But definitely you start, you know, in your kitchen and how you also go about the proper the ingredients. It's actually two ways. One of them is that you definitely want to have, you know, the amount of ingredients that, you know, would actually make a difference. So in the case of ginger, I didn't want to have too little of it because it would then not bring you anything. And obviously, I also wanted to balance it like with the other ingredients. So there was a few iterations. We definitely tested it with a few people and, and then decided, okay, this is what we go for. But it doesn't mean that like, you know, it's all kind of finished. I do always think that, you know, you should always like try to improve. And basically, I can tell you that although we've been selling right now for over one year, the, the ginger shot and people love it. I literally have received, you know, so many compliments on the product, we still think it can be improved. And basically our improvement that we are doing right now is changing the pure honey, although it's already great quality, you know, honey that we use, we will change it for an even better honey, which will be the Manuka honey. 
it's, uh, it's known, you know, it's honey that comes from New Zealand and it's known for its even, you know, stronger antibacterial properties. So it's definitely still, you know, a work in progress, our product. Very cool. Yeah. Job is never done. When you think about improvement with a food-based product, I mean, what's sort of the metric that you kind of measure it by? Is it, is it mainly taste? Because that's the one thing that everybody can kind of get their head around and say this tastes better than that. Is it some sort of effect afterward, you know, focus or energy? I mean, that's a little bit of a difficult thing to measure, I would assume. Or is it just a natural sort of the, the knowledge that the ingredient A is just better than ingredient B based on research and stuff like that? How do you measure improvement? I do think, you know, the first role of the product is to, you know, bring some improvement and kind of how, you know, people feel afterwards before taste. So, yeah, we definitely will not compromise on the, you know, amount of ginger. There would be no point of having like 5%, let's say, although some shots have that little, because I don't think, you know, that will make any difference in your health. But it's really not one thing. I think it's a function of the benefits and of the taste, because if that was also horrible, I think people would not take it, you know, as often as we would want them to take it right like ideally the product should create you know a habit and it's hard to talk about a habit if you are meant to take something you just really hate you know that is like very tasty so i would say it's definitely two things it's the benefit of the ingredient so you know the right proportion but also the taste and we're just lucky that you know the, the honey i believe makes it like really well balanced and also great quality honey so we work with a very good supplier here in the uk and we do think you know that the honey does make a difference because it's a very good tasty honey that makes it you know that makes all the difference yeah i love honey uh put in my smoothies uh, very cool so production interested to learn a little bit more about that again because i feel like food always has a little bit of a uniqueness to it do you have ingredients to they may be sourced from different places and then somebody has to bottle it is it all one person that kind of does this is it like every like some group of people they have to kind of get together i mean how does it kind of work actually i was surprised when i visited the factory that there were i think 20 people working on this at the time because there are different uh, steps definitely so yeah basically you have to mix the the product itself but then, you know, there is different stages, right? There is, you know, cupping it. There is, you know, putting labels. There is pasteurizing, I think, before that. Uh, then you have to, like, package it, you know. If we are producing, like, several thousand units a day, it's definitely, even though, like, you know, the processes are half automated, there are always, like, some steps where, you know, someone has to bring them from A to B, right? So it's never, like, 100%, you know, uh, people free. So, yeah, there are, se- there are several people working at a time on the product, although it's so small and it looks like it's easy, but... Definitely many, many steps in there. And is there an approval process that something needs to go through in order to be able to sell direct to the consumer, especially if it's food-based? Like we have the FDA in the US, I guess we have something similar. How does that work? So in the UK, there are two certifications that your factory should have. One is SALSA and one is BRC. It's the British uh, certification. My factory has the SALSA certification. Once you have it, you are uh, free to sell in in most of the places in the country and i think you know also outside of the eu they do accept that i haven't been uh, selling in the us yet i guess the fda approval would have been required we haven't looked into this yet but yeah the salsa approval and then also what it requires is that obviously the, all the hasa processes have to be in place but the factory takes care of it and also obviously they test each time you know the product so they send you know samples to the lab and they make sure that like you know there is no bacteria, you know, that can grow and spoil the product. And based on that, you know, they also can give the shelf life. So because our product's uh, pH is very low, 
we have also honey in it, which is antibacterial, means you know there is very little bacteria. Uh, so the product is good for a year. It's actually was surprised thing even to me that you know a natural product can be good that long but it is basically because you know of the honey and because of the low ph and uh yeah it's good for a year there is no bacterial activity in it but it has to be still tested just to make sure in the lab each time so you've got the product now it's sort of been produced and everything like that how do you go about getting it out there i assume you can't just kind of like walk into a store put it on a shelf there's a process to be featured there or maybe you're only online which is totally fine but then you still got to get traffic and stuff yeah, so sales is obviously a very complex uh, process. We have been selling in literally as many channels as we can. Maybe this is also down the line that won't be, you know, the best strategy. But as of now, yes, we've been selling online through our website. It's a whole story, you know, how do you drive traffic to the website? You have to like do partnerships with other companies that you know the promotion for you we started like doing outdoor marketing obviously you have to work on the seo on you do google ads all these things you know to to drive traffic then you have online marketplaces like amazon where you also like you know have the whole marketing <laughs> support you can use then there are so many other online health stores in the uk we sell in the food market we sell in Yambos, I think over 10 different, you know, uh, sales channels there. Now, because of COVID, obviously, the wholesale has stopped. We've been uh, sending, you know, uh, previously as well to the product to wholesalers, but it is meant to be resumed. So very soon, we hope to be selling again in health stores and coffee shops. But also what I've learned during the journey is that really it is so worth it, you know, go by our supplier although they take huge margins around probably 15%. At the beginning, I was thinking like, why would you like give someone 15%? That's so much. But I think otherwise you would be just so busy with dealing with the individual accounts. I've learned as well, we've been selling to a few direct coffee shops. It's very time consuming to, you know, each time invoice them, make sure like, you know, they, they are paying on time, making like follow-ups. It's so much better to, you know, have a, a wholesaler. So this definitely will become like the strategy. So in May last month, we've um, signed with, you know, two big uh, wholesalers here in the UK. And hopefully through them, we'll be selling to a few retail stores and healthcare. Yeah, congratulations on those accounts, by the way. And you mentioned COVID and I, I saw, I don't know if it was a, in, in a source uh, or an interview, you mentioned that maybe because of the situation with COVID, uh, you've seen an uptick in online sales. I think people are looking for immune boosting ingredients, things like that. Is it, tell us a little more, more about that. Were you surprised? I think, you know, the COVID in this kind of business is actually was a good, ex a good I shouldn't say good, but like interesting experience <laughs> because, uh, yeah, on one side, obviously it limited uh, some parts of the business, but on the other hand, because, you know, it's a product that is meant to boost your immunity, help you with like colds and flus, it became very popular. And I think demand for this kind of product has increased because, it has, you know, this particular angle to it. So in that case, uh, yes, the online sales have gone, you know, really through the roof, especially <laughs> when people started stocking up. You would, you know, we anyways, we're selling like, you know, cases of 12, which I also thought like, you know, buying 12 at a time is already like, you know, a huge amount. It's turned out that like, you know, some people would buy 10, 15 cases, individuals at a time. So definitely uh, sales, sales went up strongly. So that was, I guess, you know, very, very good in that sense. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, uh, there's a lot of this idea about new businesses really struggling right now. And that is really the case for the majority. But there are also some that had the opposite reaction. If you're just in the right place, I guess, at the right or wrong time, however you want to call it. But what's on tap for the next couple of months? Uh, do you have any ideas for maybe additional products that you might be coming out with or just more of a sales and marketing strategy right now? So I just read literally yesterday, I finished this book about marketing 22 immutable laws of marketing. I would recommend this book really to anyone thinking about like, you know, doing some marketing for their product. And basically uh, this book has just confirmed really what I was thinking that like, it's really good to keep, you know, your line as lean as possible. So obviously you could be like starting a hundred new products, but I think it is better to focus on what you have because there is definitely market, you know, for, for the product we have and to make, the one that we have better and just figure out like new channels of sales rather than like just expanding the line in that sense because of this yeah we are not immediately looking you know into completely new products just focus on the one and make it better as i mentioned the idea how to really improve it is to add manuka honey to it we've been talking to our customers and we realize that yeah many buy it because they want to you know boost their immunity and they also know what manuka honey is we will be now testing if really that you know translates into sales we hope it will be if not obviously we can always go back see if there is no business case you know we can always go back to our initial formula but the plan is to yeah test the manuka honey in our ginger shot and if that works we could be then proudly saying that we are the first you know manuka honey ginger shot at least in the uk hopefully in the world awesome well i i Really enjoyed hearing about the, the the journey here. If people would like to, you know, learn more about you, find you, where should they go? The website. There are contact details. So yeah, it would be really great to to receive yeah any feedback, any comments, any suggestions. I'm always open to that. For sure. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a discount code for listeners at How We Solve for 15% off. Is that right? Yes. Uh, I guess that will be probably in the UK only because we don't ship to US. It's too far. But yeah, okay. the UK and Europe, I believe, you know, should work as well. Awesome. Cool. And that looks like how we solve all one word, all caps. So thank you very much for, you know, that generous contribution. Pleasure talking with you, Anna. And best of luck on, you know, the Manuka honey introduction of that ingredient. Thank you. Thank you as well. Seeing your competitor outrank you on the first page of Google sucks, especially knowing that 92% of all traffic goes to results on the first page. Getting quality backlinks for your website is hard. Not with shortlist.io. We build highly relevant, contextual, and most importantly, clean backlinks for your business to help you crush the competition. Ready to start? Get shortlisted on search engines now and visit shortlist.io. That's S-H-O-R-T-L-I-S-T dot I-O. Thanks for listening to the How We Solve podcast. Dominate your market and crush the competition with our step-by-step playbooks. Subscribe right now in your favorite podcast player or visit howwesolve.com.